Yeah, what is going on, everybody? I'm your host, Rob, back with another episode of From My Experience Podcast. What is going on? How's everybody doing out there? Y'all feeling all right? You're feeling good? Are you having a good week? It's Thursday. (laughs) The week is almost over. We're going to get into one specific thing that's really been on my mind lately. I got a story to kind of coincide with it. And hopefully this message reaches the right people, the right person, the right entity. But how are y'all though, man? How are my listeners? The people who like, share, and subscribe. I love y'all. Thank you for the continued support. Thank you so much for supporting From My Experience Podcast. I love y'all. Woohoo! I really like that beat, man. Shout out to Romo on the beat. I I don't even know how to describe it, man. Romo's beats be all that. But, man, once again, thank you for those of you who like, share, subscribe, follow. Thank you for the text messages, the emails, things of that nature. Shout out to my former guests, all of my former guests. Those of you who are listening, I love y'all. I'll be in touch soon. Some of y'all have not talked to in about a year or two. I need to catch up with some of y'all to see how you've been progressing. And shout out to the ways you can support the channel. Acre Gold, which is a subscription service where you can buy bars of gold. Check them out today. You subscribe at a certain price point. You pay monthly. And once your monthly amount reaches the current cost of gold, it is shipped to you in a nice discreet package. Nobody will know that you got gold in the mail. It's just a little box with a little name on it. Doesn't say Acre Gold. Doesn't say valuable. None of that. And it will come right to your doorstep. I have a few pieces myself, and it's a reliable service. I vouch for them. Shout out to Gardner's Garden. They sell all natural products on that website. Hair care, skin care, oral health care. Black owned, baby. Black History Month. Black owned. Make sure you show some love to Gardner's Garden. And Jot Forms, that is the documentation I use when I need signatures, when I need to get information on my guests before I have them on. So if you need to make custom questionnaires or if you need to gather information from people or if you're trying to provide a service and you want some intake information, Jot Forms is the way to go. There are affiliate links in the description. So if you want to support us that way, please do so. Also, you can hit us up, admin at fmepodcast.com or rob at fmepodcast.com. If y'all have any questions, comments, or if y'all want to send us some money to support the show, I ain't going to turn it down, okay? I will not turn it down. Man, so I only got one thing I really want to talk about today. Um... And yeah, it's it's the story that I came across on BET.com was like, yeah, I need to talk about this. So I don't know if I'm gonna pronounce the city right. Uh, Waukegan, Waukegan, Illinois. Uh, man, I 
like this story like really messed me up a little bit because I was just like it only takes a split second a split second for your child to really be put in a situation that they can't recover from and thank God for the, all the strong knowledgeable powerful supportive black families out there man support your kids talk to your kids know what is going on with your kids rob what are you talking about all right so there's a teenager by the name of martel williams so first of all the headline reads let me read the headline from from bet.com illinois teen says he was bribed by cops with mcdonald's into confession yeah so Martel was pulled from class in school to the principal's office and there were two officers waiting for him in the office and they wanted him to confess to being somewhere but said nothing about the crime which was a shooting it was a shooting so you trying to get this young man I believe an article said he's about 15 you try to get this young man to confess to a very serious crime and allegedly you bribed him with the mcdonald's to get him to talk which is dirty in itself but thank god that this young man had a supportive family because the family provided proof that he was playing basketball for his school at a different location at the time of the shooting or the night of the shooting so uh, the family is demanding a public apology, which I believe he deserves as well, because that is some BS. And that is the that's the headline, man. And that headline is gonna lead into what I want to talk about, man. It's just protecting these kids. I've been posting lately on Facebook about protecting these kids, um, looking out for these kids, and praying for these kids because what I've been seeing and experiencing lately is honestly scary. Um, the language I'm hearing, the stuff that the, the some of these kids are getting involved in, the, some, some of the stuff that these kids are dealing with. Our kids are going through a lot, man. Yes, this is a heavy topic show. I'm not going to talk about this long or talk too long, but it's a heavy topic. And I know that, you know, some of my listeners, some of y'all are definitely parents. I'm not a parent yet. But based off like things like that article I just read, you know, where we have to not only protect you know, our kids from other people within the vicinity, whether that be at school or in their neighborhood or things of that nature or their job. But now, you know, not even now, but you also have to make sure they're protected from the systems that are out there designed to keep them down, designed to trap them, designed to trick them, uh, such is the case. Um, and the only way we can do that, man, we got to have these conversations with our kids. We got to make time for the kids you gotta make time I don't care if it's 30 minutes a day my dad would always sit me down after school and I couldn't stand it but I'm glad he did it and we would spend at least 30 minutes to an hour talking about my day not his day my day would you learn in this class would you learn in that class did anybody bother you today you got a crush on a girl like my dad was in my business as Ludacris would say my business he was in my business, man, and it was annoying at times. Or when I'd be in the bed watching TV or something like that, he would come in there and say, hey, come in for a second, and that would turn into a two-hour two hour conversation. I didn't appreciate it when I was younger, but I definitely appreciated it when I got older. 
um, appreciated it more when he passed away. And now that I'm older and though I don't have kids and I'm working with them, now I understand the importance of what he was doing. He was trying to get through to my knucklehead to understand that somebody loves you, somebody cares about you, and somebody is paying attention to what you're doing and what's going on. A lot of what I'm seeing is like behavior as if there's no, excuse me, as if there's no consequences for your actions. Um, and we just got to talk to our kids, man. We got to talk to our kids about respect. We have to talk to our kids about decorum. We have to talk to our kids about being safe. We have to talk to our kids about positive influences versus negative influences. And not trying to say that everyone needs to be an entrepreneur, but start having money conversations with your kids. Start helping your kids understand what it takes to take care of a household to put those clothes on their back. And I'm not saying you have to go like when I grew up. Well, I really didn't hear it that much growing growing up myself. But the whole speech of, you know, I work a nine to five to put food on the table and all that. Some of these kids don't appreciate that, man. And it's our job to help instill that in them. Show them. Don't talk at them. Talk to them. Walk them through the process. Ask them questions. How much you think this house costs? How much you think our rent is? How much you think it costs to take care of you a year? So that they understand that, hey, it, what it not one, so they can understand it, two, so they can learn to appreciate whenever my mom and dad walk, walk out that door or my grandma, auntie, uncle, big brother, big sister, whoever's taking care of me, whenever they walk out that door and they come back in in the afternoon, they did that to take care of us, and that's what it takes. That's what it takes. So the least I can do is go out here, go to school, do what I'm supposed to do, and come home and not cause them any grief or headache. Um, I'm not going to go into details because of my profession and because of what I actually know, but I'm just going based off of what I've been seeing over the past few years and what I've been hearing in general, even just scrolling on the internet and catching a, a reel every now and then or a clip now and then and just looking at some of the stuff that they're doing, man, it's... It's wild, and it's just like, where is the guidance? Like, I don't know where it is, and all I know is the number one source of that, in my opinion, should be the home. Who's in the home? Who's talking to these kids? Who's working with these kids? Like, if y'all work, if y'all working so much that you don't have time to talk to or or get with these kids, it's a problem. That happened to me. My mom had two jobs. I used to see my mom on Saturday. Sometimes, and on Sunday, definitely saw her on Sunday because we went to church. But during the week, barely saw my mom working two jobs. I would be at a friend's house or I'd be at home with my big brother. Wasn't the best scenario, wasn't the best situation, wasn't the most helpful situation. God put it on my heart and mind as a kid, talking about a fifth grade, no, a sixth grader. Called my dad because they weren't together at the time. And my dad was in Philly. I was in South Carolina. I said, Dad, I can't do this anymore. I need to come live with you. And he said, okay. And the rest was history. Moved to Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. And my dad, just his situation was just better than my mom's. I'm not blaming my mom or fussing at her, but it was what it was. She had to work two jobs, so she really didn't have time for me or my brother like that. Um, but, shoot, I was like, Yo, I got to get up out of here. I can't do this. Like, I almost failed sixth grade. Like, I'm pretty sure... My memory may be foggy, and I think my mom may still have this report card, but I'm pretty sure my teacher wrote on my report card, you barely passed. Like, I wasn't a dumb kid. You're talking about an honor roll student up until sixth grade. My home life was just so messed up 
that I couldn't focus or concentrate. I was trying to have as much fun as I could at school in between uh, classes and falling asleep because I'm up all night because there's nobody making me go to bed. Um, so I'm speaking from experience right now. That was me. I was the sleepy kid. I was the not so clean kid all the time too. Um, just because nobody was there to really supervise or really uh, watch like that or pay attention because they're working, 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 paying bills, working. And I remember that. You know what I'm saying? I'm in my late 30s. This was when I was 12 years old. I still remember it like it was yesterday. I remember my dusty starter jacket it was a Phoenix Sun starter jacket, a hand-me-down somebody gave me. That was my winter coat. It was what, purple and orange are the colors? It was the ugliest thing on the planet. I used to wear it all the time. I used to hate seeing the kids rock the Jordans and then the Nikes that spell the word air on the side, the joints that just came back out. Yeah, everybody had them. You know what I had on? The L.A. Gears with the light-up joints. So <laughs> I was no, uh, no stranger to uh, getting teased. However, I could snap with the best of them. So, you know, once someone teased me, hold up, buddy. <laughs> hold up, buddy. You hit the right one today. Um, but once again, thank God that my personality carried, man, carried me through. I, I had friends. I had solid friends who held me down um, and looked out for me and made sure nobody messed with me or bothered me. And I had those relationships, man. And I was good to people. I was genuine to people as a kid. And I'm just glad that I'm not remembered as some jerk, you know what I'm saying? Or some bully to somebody. I mean, there might be a couple people out there, you know, and I don't think I did anything crazy to any teachers either. Um, that's just a whole nother can of worms right there. Like the disrespect towards teachers and the stuff some of these kids say and do, uh, just that's that I've been hearing about and reading about and seeing, you know, teachers get attacked and just, it's crazy, man. Like, oof, it's like a battleground out there in some of these schools, man. And I, I'm just, it saddens me because it's like, when I think about my educational journey, it was fun. It was challenging, but it was fun. And for the most part, my teachers were supportive. There were a few where you could tell they were kind of in retrospect, now that I look back, some of them were definitely burnt out and probably past their prime and needed to be up out of there. Um, I mean, there's rappers who got songs about teachers. Like, that's that's the impact a teacher can have. Like, some kids will hate you forever and remember that forever. Um, and vice versa. There's some kids who will give a teacher hell and put that teacher through pure hell, and they'll never forget them for all the wrong reasons. But it ain't got to be like that. You know what I'm saying? Give each other a fair chance and a fair shot, you know? Respect should be a two-way street. Um, but again, it comes back to understanding, you know? When I when I work with kids and stuff, I say, hey, I remember I was you. I used to be you. I know when you're tired. You know, I know that you're hungry. I know that your parents had a fight last night and all these things. Like, I went through that. I understand it. But I never went to school and took it out on my teachers. So I'm not going to let you take it out on me. We can talk about it. If you need a minute, go grab some water, whatever. But what you're not going to do is come in here and talk to me crazy or treat me crazy because what's going on at home is bad. You can talk to me and maybe we can work it out or maybe I can make a phone call, but you're not going to take it out on me. No, 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 no. Not when I come here and there's a, not just you, but there's other people in this room that are seeking an education. We're not doing that. That's not how we're going to roll. But, you know, that takes a lot of time, that takes a lot of patience, and that takes a lot of effort. But I said all that to just reiterate my point, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, if you have a kid around you, if you are a parent, if you are an uncle, cousin, aunt, whatever, 
even peer-to-peer, man, your friends' kids. Check in on them, talk to them, see what they know. Ask them some questions, see what they know. See if they know about as much as you knew when you, at your age. Um, see what they're using their technology for, you know? They have the, the, the world in the palm of their hands with laptops and cell phones and things of that nature. But, I mean, are you just on social media flicking it up and you know, playing games, or do you really know how to use that thing to research and find information and to learn things instead of just going by, she said, he said, you know, make sure your kids understand the power and the opportunity that they have in front of them, like, my goodness, like, it's ridiculous, could you imagine with, you know, and I'm talking to my 80s babies here, think about when we were in middle school, high school even, what if we had, with our mindset and mentality, which is different than today's. Imagine if we had that technology at our disposal to really explore and do things. Because I came from the generation of you going outside, you traveling through the city, like you going places, you outside, outside. Um, and very hands-on. We were very hands-on with it, you know? And I'm not saying that it was better or worse. It was just different than what's going on now. But I could just imagine... Um, not even the social media part, but just the access to information and knowledge, just to be able to research and explore the things that we were really interested in. Man, it would have been amazing. My life would have been completely different. I mean, it's changed my life now as an adult. Um, but I'm just, I'm just baffled by how it's being used by some of the kids in this current generation. Like when you have to look at someone and say, "Hey." You know, you just asked me a question, but you have a computer in front of you where you can find the answer yourself. Like, you really don't need to ask me how to spell something or how many miles this is away from this or where is this exactly located. You can literally type it in and find it. It's not like when we were growing up where you had to grab an encyclopedia or old newspaper or make a phone call out of the phone book, like, or actually <laughs> go out and try to discover these things. Like, it's at your fingertips, like, Make the connection, like help them make that connection. But all right, I'm rambling, but save the kids, pray for the kids, y'all. That is my message. Please, 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 please do so. And don't forget, this is really important. This is super important. The kids that are doing what they're supposed to be doing, the kids that are taking care of business, reward them. Reward them. I've seen what happens when, especially with their siblings, when one kid is excelling and one is not, and all that attention falls on the kid who's not doing well, and you leave the other kid alone because it's like, oh, you on autopilot, you straight. That kid wants that love, affection, and attention too. And I've seen that play out as well. Don't forget about them just because they're doing okay. Can, and continue to encourage them to continue to do so. Don't forget about them. Do not forget about them. Um, I've done it as an educator. I've done it. Not going to lie, I have done it. But I later in my career, midways, later, however you want to phrase it, I had to realize that's not fair to them. It's not fair just because little so-and-so over here, so-and-so is the place of a name, not a derogatory term. But little so-and-so over here is causing problems, so they get 95% of my attention. But little so-and-so over here always has their homework done, always does their work, always raises their hands, always follows their rules. And I just say, oh, hey, oh, thanks, bye. And they get nothing. They get no love. They get no attention. They get nothing 
from me. It's not fair. So I've learned to like, okay, little so-and-so, you want to go over there and have your tantrum? Fine. Hey, so-and-so over here, how you doing? What's going on? How was your weekend? I've learned that y'all get love too. And I'm going to give you more love and, and, and praise you and appreciate you for what you are doing and show you that, hey, you doing this work means something. Versus the ones who don't do it and think it doesn't mean anything, you're going to see, well, dang, this person over here is getting this, this, and this. Yeah, because they're doing what they're supposed to be doing. Got to help those kids, uh, even though they don't know that they're doing it, they're leading by example. So you got to show them what that looks like. You got to kind of aid in that process. All right. (sighs) Man, oh, man, oh, man. Um, But once again, Martell Williams, you'll probably never hear this. Thank God that you have a good support system around you, young brother. I'm glad you did not get caught up in the system over some McDonald's um, because they want you to confess to being somewhere where you weren't. That's kind of crazy that you were in school. They clearly must have not said anything to the school because if you were at a school sporting event, if you were a student athlete, I would think that common sense would say, hey, you know, this kid's a student athlete. Let's see if he was playing somewhere rather than, oh, let's just close this case. And that, what is that, you know, this is another thing that's disturbing. You about to have this kid confess to something, or you're trying to get this kid to say something for McDonald's. Like this kid, you trying to put this kid's kid's future in jeopardy, his well-being, his safety, because I don't know who was shot. I don't know if that was, who knows what's behind that shooting. That could have been somebody's loved one who wants revenge. Now you're putting this kid's life in danger, his reputation, all this and all this for a confession over some McDonald's. You think, ah, we'll just offer him McDonald's. He'll talk. Like that's that's what some of these people out here think of us. This is a young young black man, by the way. That's what some of these people think of us. He'll throw it, he'll throw it away. He's stupid. He'll do it for some food. Freaking disgusting, man. All right, Black Brothers, got a couple words for y'all, man. Black man, black man, black man, strong black brothers, intelligent black brothers professional black brothers entrepreneurial black brothers what is going on with y'all man listen my word to the black kings this week i want to talk to the kings that are in relationships right now or the kings that are actively dating Make your woman feel like she's never felt before. Now, some people may hear that and be like, but that's about the woman. No, 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 no. Let me give you some personal experience. Probably like the last four or five serious conversations I've had with my lady, she's been kind of awestruck and and said, I have to get used to this. I've never had anyone do this. I've I've never had anyone treat me like this before. That makes me feel damn good as a man because, one, everything that I'm saying and doing is genuine, and two, 
That is what I want my woman to feel like. I want to give her, not that she's going anywhere, but I want to give her every reason to stay. And I want to constantly remind her that this is why we chose each other. (laughs) This right here. So I'm going to keep it brief, brothers, whatever that may be. Helping her with her business, telling her that she's beautiful, rubbing her feet, rubbing her back, paying to get the nails did, the hair did. Hell, a movie night at the house. Date night, you know, three times a month. Um, uh, a random trip. Uh, her favorite candy bar for no damn reason. Flowers for no damn reason. So many small things that you can do. Um, and making her feel good should make you feel good as well. Nurture your relationship. Look in the mirror and say, what kind of what kind of man am I being to my woman? Or what kind of man have I been to my woman as of late? Am I tripping? Am I slipping? Like, me and my girl haven't been on a date in a while. Like, I'm going to take her on a date this weekend when I go see her. Um, but I, I often reflect on that because, for me, a relationship is a partnership. We are in this together. The better that we do as individuals the better that we will do together because in the end, we're going to be together. So if I rise, you rise, right? So definitely take some time to reflect on that. Reflect on yourself. Do do you like where you are in your relationship? Do you like the man that you are? You know, same thing when it comes to these dates, man. Give it to these women straight. This is what I'm looking for. This is what I'm trying to do. You with it or not. If you if you trying to be serious now if you out here just trying to you know it's whatever the game is the game but for me when it comes to serious dating I get straight to it like me and my girl laugh all the time it feels like we've only been together ain't even been a year yet but it feels like two or three <laughs> it really does with the conversations that we have and the things that we engage in it that's how it feels but. That's what I wanted to say to my black brothers, my black kings. And I'm saying that partially because of some of the stuff I'm seeing in the media. I'm starting to see little... Actually, I'm starting to see... As of late, I'm starting to see more love, more black love. But there was a lot of, you know, still a lot of kind of like last year, uh, man, woman, beef, buy me a bag, you know, or women ain't ish, child support stuff. Like, just... Weird, just like divisive stuff in our community. And I'm just glad that I'm seeing proposals. I'm seeing, you know, my girl sends me stuff from the Black Love page and stuff like that. I I'm, I'm just want to spread some positivity to the black relationships. And back to my original point. Your children see how you treat their mother. Remember that. Your daughter is watching. Your son is watching. What kind of example are you setting? And with that, ladies and gentlemen, we up out of here. Yeah, 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 yeah. Thank y'all for the continued support, man. I really love y'all. This has been therapeutic. I needed to get that off of my chest. Y'all have no idea. No idea. I needed to get that off my chest, man. These last three weeks have been absolutely bananas. I've been working like crazy and trying to get a lot of things done. And it has not been easy. But... I got my FME podcast family. Don't forget you can support us. FME underscore podcast on fan base. Black owned. Black owned. Let's go. FME underscore podcast on your other platforms. 
from my experience podcast join the facebook group engage in our conversations erica is still around erica brooks the first ever intern with from my experience podcast we love you She'll be back in action soon, ladies and gentlemen. We're just trying to get some things organized and put together. She'll be back in action soon. But until next time, take care of yourselves physically, mentally, and financially. We'll catch y'all next time. Peace.